Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. There are many varied and fascinating types of music. Some are slow and rhythmic, while others are fast with a driving beat. Today, we will learn about the beginnings of one of the most popular styles of music, jazz. Jazz began in the early 20th century. It originated primarily in New Orleans, Louisiana. The distinctive sound is a mix of blues, ragtime, marching band music, and traditional African rhythms. One of the most notable characteristics of jazz music is spontaneous improvisation. Jazz musicians do have a traditional score of the musical piece, but unlike other types of musicians, jazz players use this score merely as a starting point. Charles Buddy Bolden is recognized as the first jazz musician. He played the cornet as a young teen. A cornet is a brass horn similar to a trumpet. As jazz music became popular in dance halls, he formed a small band that included a trombonist, two clarinetists, a guitarist, and an upright bass player. He had already stopped playing by the time recordings were able to be made, so none of his music still exists. Later, other jazz players began forming bands and performing. Joe King Oliver started the Creole Jazz Band and took his show on the road in 1918. He later settled in Chicago. Sidney Beckett also got his start in New Orleans. He could play the cornet, the clarinet, and the soprano sax. He is credited with helping take jazz across the United States and into Europe. As these musicians and others left their homes in New Orleans, they took this new style of music with them. Soon, it was spreading all over the country. Then, in 1922, King Oliver asked a young cornet player from New Orleans named Louis Armstrong to join his band in Chicago. Soon, Louis became more famous than his band leader. He went on to record his own jazz music in 1925. In addition to being popular in clubs, jazz was also becoming popular on stage. Shuffle Along, a Broadway show with an all-black cast and jazz score, debuted in 1921. As more and more black people left the South for the North, they brought jazz with them. Soon, Harlem, New York became a hotbed for live music. As the jazz sound evolved, big band music became popular. These groups added more brass instruments to what the jazz groups were playing. This big sound was known as swing, and people loved to dance to it. In 1938, Ella Fitzgerald had her first hit. She would go on to become one of the most well-known jazz singers. She was accompanied by such great jazz musicians as Louis Armstrong, Dizzy Gillespie, and others. She recorded over 200 albums over her long career. Big bop jazz became popular in the 1940s, as well as cool jazz. Those who enjoyed the cool jazz style were masters of improv. The smooth melodies of the piano and saxophone provided a highly emotional soundtrack to the era. Big bop was the opposite of smooth jazz. With its driving beat and addition of the electric organ, this music featured syncopated rhythms and strong drum lines. At the start of the 1950s, jazz began to meld with classical music. This style, known as third stream, still featured improvisation, and both styles of music were influenced. 
This style relied heavily on the piano for its melody. It was also around this time that jazz music became more mainstream. Artists such as Sonny Rollins, John Coltrane, and Bill Evans entertained people with their compositions. These musicians were known for their lengthy performances of improving on one song, sometimes for up to an hour. After World War II, free jazz became popular. This style featured non-traditional time signatures and keys. The intonation and musical fragmentation were reminiscent of the blues era. Ornette Coleman was instrumental in this style of jazz. Though some subsequent musicians attempted to emulate his style, no one instrumentalist rose to prominence. Jazz stayed stagnant through the 70s and 80s. As the 20th century came to a close, there were some standout players. Wynton Marsalis, Tom Harrell, Randy Brecker, and others continued to study the theory and history of jazz. While jazz is not as popular today as it once was, there are still many fans. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description.